Hey, Dave. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm wonderful. Oh, it's good to talk to you again, my friend. It's been so long. It has been long. Not to the listener again. We apologize for the time shifting, but it has been long for us. And I feel like my voice, I've been talking, just got back from doing show and everything, and my voice still hasn't recovered. So if I sound a little... Were you doing just a lot of I sound a little Nick Nolte-ish. Yes, because, you know, there's (laughs) rehearsal. man alive, Nick Nolte. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Mentioned again. I like to get him into every podcast. He is our muse, Nick Nolte. This is Like Trees Walking. This is the podcast. What happens on this, Dave? On this podcast, we talk about the big questions of faith, life, theology, philosophy, existence, human existence. Um, We do it from a Christian perspective, unapologetically Christian perspective. But we hope that uh, we we, uh, are uh, a welcoming conversation for all comers, those who don't agree with our perspective, and that we treat, uh, we, 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 we represent the best of those who oppose us, even when they're not at their best. Boy, that sounds like really heavy, serious stuff, Dave. But I'm then ready we for... laugh. <laughs> yes, we're we're a little bit lighthearted. Like Uncle Albert, we love to laugh. Uh, is that from the song, Uncle Albert? I love to laugh. Is that, the, is that what it's called? <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the Paul McCartney song, Uncle Albert. Oh, I was thinking of the um, uh, Paul McCartney song, Temporary Secretary. <laughs> no one has ever thought <laughs> if uh if you're a paul mccartney fan or if you only think of him as the beatles and maybe a couple of wings things treat yourself and go look up on youtube or wherever you get music in your area your local grocer and find a temporary secretary by paul mccartney his attempt at i guess what new age uh, what would what would it have been called at that point it would maybe Electronica. New, uh, new Wave or something. New Wave. New Wave. I Did think. I say New Age? No, you said New Age. I meant new it's wave. like his end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's his attempt at New Wave. Yeah. It's uh, it's not good. It's not good, but it's entertaining. It's so bad. It's good. Yes. But uh, yeah, so that's what we do. And we'll talk about a big topic in just a moment. And then after that. Who knows? This is a maybe a lighter topic, but it could touch on much more serious things, and it could uh, it could be even deeper and richer given the times we live in. So, how's that for a tease? Oh, that's a great tease. This is something that if you know Mike and you're a fan of Mike and you're wondering what's going on with Mike, this is something you're going to want to stick around and listen to. Wow! Yeah, we're gonna do the deep dive. How was uh, speaking of your show? Uh, you had paid tribute. Did you pay tribute to one of the greats? Uh, your show, the showrunner, the the stage tech. Runner. Oh, that was uh, very sad. A person in uh, in my life for a number of years now, not very deeply in my life, but a uh, just a, a a great great guy. I don't want to call out his name or anything, but yeah, he was part of our shows for a long time, and just a he was just a guy who was rock solid, and he had a big mustache, and he talked <laughs> like Sam Elliott, and we loved him to death. And he passed away sadly, mm-hmm. and so yes, we did a little tribute to him in our show. Um, but I'd like to think he's still watching over us. A brief story about him. You could hear in his own headphones that the world was on fire. You know, that's I've, I've noticed this with certain stage managers or whatever, when they're, everything's going wrong and you know it, and you just hear like, ah, you hear cursing and a nightmare, and he's just he's nodding, and then he'll say to you, he'll cover his microphone and just go, gentlemen, everything's good if you just hang on for just one minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was so calming. But one time um, our theater was uh, 
famously the air conditioning broke in the theater. We were going to do a live show, live, beamed out live. It was 135 degrees on oh. stage. So we came up from the basement where we were waiting and met uh, the late, great Bill. And uh, for the first time in many, many contacts with him, he looked at me with fear in his eyes and he went, I'm not going to lie to you, gentlemen. It's rough out there. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> there could have been uh, nuclear annihilation of the planet and only our theater survived. And Bill would have told us, it's going to be fine, gentlemen. And this, this to him was just too much. So I knew I was in deep trouble. <laughs> anyway, so let's get to our big topic. Okay, let's get there. And our big topic, uh, speaking of sort of shows and famous people... Why don't you introduce it, Pastor? Okay. So this uh, context, providing context, we are in the year of our Lord, 2018, as we're recording this, uh, and it is uh, June. And uh, just over a week ago, a, 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 a national kerfuffle erupted uh, over, um, we won't get into the specifics of this in this podcast, but there was the, uh, the current administration, so the Trump administration uh, the policy practice of basically... Uh, separating kids and their families at the border uh, who entered um, the country illegally. And then, you know, so this there's an outrage around this. And then uh, uh, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, responds by um, saying, I want to address our church friends. And hey, Romans 13, which is that's a whole nother pod we could get into. Uh, actually, like, consider that in in this is not an unrighteous practice, but a but a right practice, and so he cites Romans 13, and then people, you know, hearing him citing the Bible and supportive. That went well, I'm assuming. That, Everybody this calmly approached that. This, uh, this, this, you know, this, this uh, it was like gasoline on the fire of, of doing this. Um, and so, uh, and then actually there was a whole, so then, you know, he cited this, and then there was a whole number of folks who responded with other Bible verses saying like that they're counter- to this practice, so like Romans thirteen is trending, uh, Bible, you know, Bible scriptures being quoted back and forth, and uh, you know, in the midst of this, enters one Patton Oswalt, mm -hmm. comedian, erstwhile comedian, actor, Patton Oswalt, uh, yeah, actor, comedian. Um, he he was the what was he was he was the rat in rat. That's what I know him best as. He was the voice of the rat in Ratatouille. Well, if you're a little bit older, he would have been, isn't he? Um, was he on Everybody Loves Raymond? No, he wasn't. Was he on Everybody Loves Raymond? Or was he on The King of Queens? Or what? He's on one of those. He was on a long-running series. With those are you both just named shows that I could never like. They just weren't in my wheelhouse. Maybe mine very. Funny I, ha shows. I have not seen them. I confess, I wasn't watching a lot of TV back then. But uh, nor nor am I doing that now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I'm doing. I'm looking up his IMDb. Yeah, well, there's a sitcom. That's I think the he was on a sitcom. I remember that's the him from Ratatouille. Of his, that was the first thing that he he got. I mean, he was a stand-up comic, and that got him onto this sitcom. And then Ratatouille, which was sort of a, I mean, that was a smash hit. Yeah, that, and that was the, the the you know that's a golden egg for a comedian to be starring in a uh, was that that was Pixar, I assume, right? I think so. Yeah, this is really bad that I can't remember this. And then why doesn't it list filmography like it doesn't do their most famous thing or whatever? This is very frustrating. Anyways, you know, people know who Patton Oswalt is. And so he's a, he's a comedian. I think fa he's a famously uh, an atheist, too. Um, so certainly certainly not a believer. That Not like that sets him apart within the world of comedians. But he, he, that's something that he sort of wears on his sleeve. 
Uh, and so he says, in the midst of you know all this Bible uh, Bible quoting going on, um, do you have a source, Mike, before I get in? Oh yes, if you're interested, he I was am. on the King of Queens from 1998 to 2007. Oh wow! So, so you lightly passed over one of his biggest achievements. That's just a sitcom star. That's a show that I never watched more than three minutes of. I well, you you're you're of a different age, right? I am. Was, yeah, it, it just yeah, it, it, late nineties, mid two thousands. You weren't you weren't watching a lot of situational comedies. Situ- <laughs> yes. Well, I was I was watching some Friends. Yeah, but you weren't watching the Everyman. You hadn't no, started was, the slog of work, and you needed to see someone you could uh, associate with and uh, empathize with, live his troubled but whimsical life. You didn't need that yet. No. Now you do. Yes. Now you're an empty, I'm, I'm broken shell of a man. And, and with Roseanne that. getting canceled, I don't know what I'm going to do. Exactly. Okay. Where do we go? All right. All right so, so Patton Oswalt. This Patton is Oswald. leading so much. So much. <laughs> run a lot of build. Wow. Okay. So Bible verses are being thrown back and forth. And then Patton Oswalt enters the fray with this comment, he says. Uh, and so this is from, for those of you keeping score at home, he tweeted this at 6 on the 15th of June, 2018, at 2.02 in the morning. I'm going to say no good tweets happen at 2.02 in the morning, That's what folks. my dad always said. That's not, I don't want to say drunk tweeting. Uh, I know nothing about the man, but go ahead. All right, he says, Dear people citing the Bible, colon, it's a cool book with some wonderful passages, but it also has ghost sex and giants and super babies and demons. It's why we don't make laws based on Game of Thrones, My Little Pony, or Legend of Zelda. Oof. Ah, there's a lot there. Oh. I mean, it's basically right, right? <laughs> I, I mean, he's got a point. He gets the broad strokes. I think that Hyrule appears to be a very well-ruled land. No, <laughs> Zelda. Like the, uh, so there's so many problems going on. The, the, there's a lot here. So, I, Pastor, I'll take my like. Down. I'll take my just factual objections to what he's talking about, saying that like when he's pointing these things out, uh, these wouldn't even be like the most. If you were trying to pick the most problematic parts of the Bible, these wouldn't be the ones that you would pick. Okay, so uh, the factual ones, uh, super babies. Super babies. Even Jesus, like, so Jesus is born. There's nothing super sort of presented. Like, he just is a normal baby. Other, you know. Joseph was not trapped under his truck, and Jesus picked up the truck and (laughs) saved his stepfather's, his earth father's life. No, that did not happen. He's so not a super baby. And it's plural, so it's super babies. Oh, yeah. Who's the other baby? Who's the other super baby? Or other baby? I guess, like, you know, John, like, jumps in his mother's womb when Mary... Is that a, does that qualify as, like, a super... It's not a superpower. I'm no, it's just, like, a thing that <laughs> happened. Every mother experiences the joy of a baby leaping in her womb, Quickening, so as we call it. Yes. Uh, Highlander, the quickening. Uh, as I call it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, but I'm sure to think like even other, ba- like Moses, you know, he's another baby who gets mentioned, but he just gets put in a basket and put in the Nile. That's not a superpower. Nope. Jacob and Esau, like they're one grabs at the other one when he's coming out of the womb, but that does not appear to me to be a superpower. Also, his hairiness, not a superpower. No. <laughs> extreme, extreme hairiness. Hirsuteness is not a, <laughs> so, not a superpower. So, where are the super babies? In the Bible. All right, that's strike one. We don't see. Super Find babies. me a super baby. Yeah. Please, people. All right. Okay. Strike two ghost sex. Uh, this he, is was, not... he was conflating, I think, the movie Ghost <laughs> with the Bible. Isn't there ghost sex in Ghost? Um, well, I, I 
don't know. I mean, he's not corporeal at all. Is it's like feeling? Is there like a ghost kind of? I think feel his, up or something. Well, he gets handsy. Hey, watch, watch it now. He does get a little handsy, um, but he had permission. He had. <laughs> How did he get praise a ghost? See, they signed that thing that you have to do on college campuses, where you have to consent forms. He had affirmative, affirmative consent, consent at every step of the way to the pot. All the you know, shaping. The, oh, it's the shaping the shaping pot. the clay. The famous shaping the clay. The late great Patrick Swayze. But I'm not. Are we 100 percent sure that the clay shaping is that? Post death, is he a ghost at that point, or is she just remembering something previous? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm getting into waters that I shouldn't. So get into. it's even. There's not even ghost sex in Ghost. <laughs> I don't think so. And I so think his presence is just there while she makes a pot. I mean, he's so I. You know, obviously, I think what dear Patton is making reference to is the incarnation. So when you know the angel appears to Mary and says, "You will conceive a bear a son," you know, and 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 the hope, you know, when when the power of those high comes upon you. You know what I mean? It's like the, the Holy Spirit uh, in Christian theology. It's the Holy Spirit that comes. And this is, you know, this is not the Immaculate Conception, people. That's no, that's, that's Catholic theology. Yes. This is different. It's not the Immaculate Conception. Don't get it twisted. This is, you know, the mystery of the incarnation when the Holy Spirit comes upon the Virgin Mary and she conceives and bears a son. Bears a son. And that's not the, only the most idiotic interpretation of that story says ghost sex that's so uh, i don't know that's like eighth grade back of the room stuff like, <laughs> yeah. hey tell us more about the ghost sex <laughs> now Patton, come on now you know it's not yes that's that's stupid and uncharitable i'd say at the same time giants uh i mean you got goliath and then you have like the curious reference to the Nephilim. Oh, the Nephilim. Let's do a show on the Nephilim. We should do a show on the Nephilim. <laughs> That's rich Isn't stuff. That lots of, you know, like giants. I mean, would you pick? I mean, there's way fewer giants than Game of Thrones if he is, you know. It's true. That thing is riddled with them. It's true. As is, um, you know, your Lords of the Rings. Your, yeah. There's lots of giants oh, in those. many giants. We uh, the the Christian faith has way fewer giants. We're short on giants. Yes, if you're looking for a faith that includes giants. We are very short on giants. Yeah, so he's he's picking on the wrong people. And that. then he says, and demons. And I'm saying it's the year 2018, and you don't believe in demons. What is wrong with you? Oh my gosh! If he, if there's anything you should believe in, it's demons. Demons are are cited on Twitter constantly too. Oh, listen! If you if you're looking at the world and and you're not seeing demonic activity, I I can't help the man. Yeah, hmm. I can't help him. And so, like, it, but then just the you know. So his basic point is: listen, you know, it's a cool story. It's all we. It's all made up, just like this other stuff. So don't take it seriously, you know. And so it's a. What a tragic collapse of, of the endure. At least you could say the enduring. You know that this this uh, work of you know that's claimed as 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 sacred writ um, by you know the great phase of the world, like that has inspired uh, you know horrible things, but also countless acts of service and self sacrifice and movements for the social good. Like yeah, that's just the same as My Little Pony. Like. Like, you know, with all due respect, like, uh, 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 <laughs> you know. Well, this is spaghetti monster territory. Is, like, come on, man. Is. Don't be a child. You know, you know that nobody takes it in this way and that it's not meant to be taken in this way. So just go ahead and say, I don't believe all that garbage, but don't insult the people who do by th this childish formation of, you know, come on, man. It's just a, 
It's just my little pony. Like that's that's yeah, it's stupid and uncharitable. And you know, the late great uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, you know, the arc of history is long, but it bends towards just this, this idea of providence and of God and of seeing the promised land. And it's like, oh, you want to see the promised land? Well, what about Hyrule? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that like a Care Bear stare? I mean, you know, it, it, it's just childish trolling. It's so stupid. And 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 it doesn't. I mean, I don't. I this is why I don't think people like Patton Oswalt. They're not actually. They don't desire to see the sort of social change that they want because they don't engage in, they don't engage people on the level that would actually like win their hearts and minds or whatever. Because we don't, it's just it's just tribal signaling. It's signaling to your own people that like we're smart, they're dumb. Yeah, you know. I have two challenges to Mister uh, Oswald that occurred to me as we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, take on, be brave, take on all religions in this way on Twitter. Go ahead, insult, insult all of them. There are certain members of certain <laughs> religions well, I mean, that, th- like literally, you know that th- that Sharia law is the basis. It's the legal basis in a lot of ma- majority Muslim countries. It's not like it's been changed a lot. It's not like everyone no. is like ice, you know, like the ISIS version of it. But that's the foundation. Those are the foundational principles of the legal systems. Of those yeah, countries, of all all the majority, well, except maybe well, Indonesia probably has some, but I don't know. So just like Roman law is, you know, the basis behind, you know, all west, you know, all Western legal systems like Sharia law. So go take, yeah, take that on. You know, it's a cool. The Quran's a cool book, but it's got, you know, yeah. And challenge, uh, challenge number two. I hope I'm not going to forget challenge number two now. Oh no, here's challenge number two. I remembered it. Uh, okay, give us your. Give us your uh, rules for life. Give us your cosmology. Give us your uh, your reasons for moral imperatives when you are yelling and screaming and insulting and being vulgar on Twitter towards people because of some moral outrage. Where does your uh, where do you get that moral license? Where does it come from? Who's granting you that? When you're giving us an ought, build the story of why we ought do that, Mister Oswald. And uh, and let's and then we can take our turns uh, ridiculing your outlook on the world because we all have one. Oh, You're hiding do. yours. Yours are on, on the table, uh, face down. Turn them up. Turn up the cards. Let's see what you. Where did you arrive at your conclusions? And I want it from stem to stern. I want the whole thing. If there's any giants in your cosmology or anything, if there's any miraculous events that leads to why we should act a certain way, I want it all on the table. Give me give me mm. all of it. And we'll discuss that. The gauntlet has been laid down. Yes. But, and like most people, you know, living in, in, uh, you know, like living in America, like his, who's not a believer, his ethical system is living off the fumes of Christian, you know, of Christian Christianity. Sure. So it's like, you're, you know, (laughs) like you're criticizing it, but you're, you're, you're the, your ethical framework was basically provided. It's a secularized version of Christian Christian theology and I don't think that I think in the long term it's not the ethical content is not sustainable without the theological framework undergirding it but it could who knows how long it can sort of keep trucking along like that you know just on the fumes but he himself is like he is uh 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 uh, what do they call it in biking you know he's drafting 
Yes. He's drafting. Cut them. flower ethics, yeah. as they call it. Still yeah. still a little bit of water left in that stem. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the source of his outrage, I'm sure. Like, we shouldn't treat people X, Y, or Z, which we would agree with. But that would be based on his, like you say, a Western, a Western philosophy and a Western outlook, which comes from its basis being Western Christianity. So, yeah. Uh, I have a confession to make. In Please. the middle of your last statement, you said um, you said the phrase "living in America today," and it was everything I could do not to uh, James Brown it up. Living, living in, in America. America. Oh, from uh, Rocky Four, Five. That's, that's not the. Is that the one where he fights Ivan Drago? Yes. Yeah, that's that's like the that that's where he ends the Cold War. That must be four. Yeah, that is four. Why hasn't that become a more a part of like the patriotic canon of American, you know, song? Living in America? Yeah. I don't know. There's there's not a lot of meat there. Not that there are in a lot of patriotic songs, but I think he just, Does he just talks say living about in America? living in America. What are the lyrics to living in America? Could you look up the lyrics well, to living in America? Well, uh, we could, uh, at the break, we could come back and talk about we living in so America. We have so much to... And then, and then the big topic. Um, but are, are we done with it? Do we, what else do we have to say about Patton Oswalt. Can we critique uh, his movies or his shows? Should we pull them up one by one? <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Yeah, that was terrible. You know, yeah, <laughs> real funny. You're a- Ratatouille was really good though. So thank you, Pat. Ah, I didn't like that one. I liked it. That one doesn't have a lot of staying power for me. I thought it was good. It's great no, for the not kids. Like a, the Incredibles, which is a great movie. It's great for the kids. Is it? He's a rat. Yeah, eating food. It's That's fun. true. That is you know? a lot of laughs there. <laughs> rats don't eat uh rats don't control human beings pat and did you know that <laughs> idiot <laughs> that was that was sarcasm i'm not calling pat no, he's a an very idiot. intelligent man i'm sure i'm sure uh yeah i have nothing to add unless you do nope other than like can let's please don't <laughs> just just don't just, is your final just comment don't. That, might, that might be my epitaph just don't <laughs> just don't all right well that was our uh that was our big topic when we come back again we tease something big in my life a big change and we're gonna uh we're gonna unpack that as we come back and also the lyrics to living in america right after this Hello. Am I making my appeal? Great. Fantastic. That's James Brown with Living in America, folks. Superhighways, coast to coast. And listen, we are on the information superhighway, providing you with the freshest in theologically rich podcasting content. So thank you, everyone, who has rated and reviewed the show. If you haven't done that yet, uh, please, please, please do that for shame. Um, (laughs) Those beeps and bops are not a part of the original song. Uh, That's producer Mike providing you with those. Uh, uh, so, uh, folks, do that. Uh, of course, you can check us off out at ltwpod.com. Uh, uh, you can uh, go to our website there and sign up for our email newsletter, and occasionally we hit you with some of the freshest content that there is out there and updates and stuff that's going on. So thank you. Uh, uh, if you do that, we'll keep doing this. And now let's get back to the show. And we're back. 
So, Mike, we have we did the small topic. Now we need to do the big topic. Living in America lyrics. Yes. Is that the big topic? <laughs> yes. Uh, do you have those? I did. I they, mean, some of them they heard during the appeal, but they were listening to you, and so yeah. they couldn't get the rich depth and texture of the song Living in America. So super highways, coast to coast, just easy to get anywhere. Sure. That's one of the best parts of living in America. On the transcontinental. Purple Mountains Majesty, it's not, is it? <laughs> super highways. Um, On the transcontinental overload, just slide behind the wheel. How does it feel when there's no destination that's too far? And somewhere on the way, you might find out who you are living in America. So it's like you can drive around and figure out who you are. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. And you might not be looking for the promised land, but you might find it anyway under one of those old familiar names. Like, And then he lists a bunch of cities. So City listing is always good for songs. <laughs> and that was really the era of it. Um, you can think of another city listing song? Oh, well, it was a trend sort of in the 80s to they would be inserted into every market's song where if they shouted out a city, they would just make that. Ah. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, sort of slotted in. Uh, I think there's one in in uh, We Built This City. Oh, really? I believe there is a sliding. Yes. You can just sort of select the city that you want them to shout out. We built this city. Minneapolis. (laughs) Exactly. What a horror. That is like the worst song ever. Oh. Slash best. Yeah, I don't know. Does it rise even to best? I suppose it's had such enduring popularity. I think there's a uh, there's a documentary on YouTube about the making of it. Oh, really? It. Yeah, because it was really a, a crazy story about how it came about. Because it's Jefferson Starship? I bl- Were they just Starship at the time? I don't know. <laughs> what happened to Jefferson? I don't know. Think about Jefferson and the mutations of Jefferson Airplane. But the... Uh, uh, it was written by Bernie Taupin, who's... The great Bernie Taupin. Yeah, Elton John's writing songwriting partner for many, many years. And when he heard it come on the radio, he didn't he didn't know it was his song. Oh, he really? had to be told later. <laughs> He's, what? I, that bears no resemblance. <laughs> to the thing that he wrote. To the thing that he wrote. Yeah, it was some super producer who got together with Starship, and I think Grace Slick went, look, man, I've got kids in college. I need a hit. He said, I'll, I'll put something together. And the rest of the band was like, this is garbage. And she's like, I don't care. Warning, <laughs> we need to print need some to, money. We need some money. At least that's the that's the broad strokes of it. But look it up. All right. So, Mike. The, yes. This is, this all is what we're all. Yes. It's, so you, if Mike, I would tell people I did my appeal. I used to tell people follow, you know, follow, at David underscore Berge, at LTW pod on Twitter and at Michael J. Nelson. Yes. But now if you look for at Michael J. Nelson on Twitter, that person being you yes is no longer there that is correct why nor am i on facebook well were you ever on facebook oh you did have like a like a like a page you had a page far more followers on facebook than i did off of the book wow yeah 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 okay wow mike so you're off of social media do you remember when the beatles uh started the rumor that paul was dead yes and the walrus is paul paul is dead man miss him miss him Recorded backwards on some songs. Um, of course, I remember that. Him in bare feet walking across uh, Abbey Road, right? He's dead. I want to get that rumor started. Okay, so, so what you're, who you're hearing right now is is a pod person. I am not. Uh, I'm not alive. Me being Mike Nelson. What happened? Um, you know, going on to social media, there's so much. I, I don't think I'm telling everyone something that they don't already know. There's so much darkness and bitterness and uh, 
you know, everybody feeling free to rant. The, the Twitter especially felt like being on a really busy uh, highway during rush hour with everyone's windows were sealed up and they were just cursing it to their, you know, out into their, their windscreen, just like, ah, I hate the world and I hate you and everything is horrible. And, and I just, uh, even if though I didn't, I didn't engage in that myself. I, I pretty much towards the end of doing Twitter, I was just kind of promoting the stuff that I, that I had going. And uh, was doing fewer and fewer gags on it. Mm. Um, you had some great gags. <laughs> you did have some great gags. I could run down my favorite Mike Nelson tweet ever. Oh, Later. no, we won't do that. Oh, it was the, a great the, tweet. The, the, the point being that <laughs> when I opened it up, even to put something on there, I couldn't really shield my eyes from all these people that I know and work with who are decent human beings who just allowed themselves to, uh, to rant on Twitter. And it made me sad. And I didn't want to have to think about it. And, you know, so my days without Twitter and without Facebook are, I don't know, 11% happier. Just having that little bit of, oh, I don't ever have to worry. Or, you know, someone would say something insulting to me or about me or misinterpret even the most straightforward comment like, hey, we're doing a show on here. And people would come back and say weird or cruel things to you and it's like I, I, there's there's no reason there's no reason I didn't see the upside, mm. so it's pretty simple. There's nothing mysterious. I just and I've en- encouraged others to do this as well because somebody uh, somebody else thought it was just like wow that is a crazy move like that that is so that's a bold move. I'm like what Twitter and Facebook aren't like you know water and sewer. You shut them off and your life changes forever. They're they're not they they only appeared a few years ago. They are not an essential part of anyone's life, as far as I can tell. I mean, unless you make your living from it, of course. So I just encourage this person and any anyone who will listen. Hey, you want to be eight to twenty five percent happier, depending upon what you do on Twitter and how you use it. Just disconnect from it and don't go back. Don't lurk. Don't say I'm going to take a break and then just get rid of it. Boom, it's behind you. There'll be if, if there's something else that's better in the future, don't worry, they'll get to you and you'll do it and it'll enhance your life. But what about Mike? What about your influence? You know, you had a voice, you had an influence. You had, you know, I mean, on yeah, Twitter it was sixty so. some odd thousand people, and who knows? Yeah, those who knows what, half of those were bots, right? I, I, yeah, you bought the, the other at half. least thirty thousand of yeah. them. <laughs> the other half weren't really paying attention. No, you know, there's. I, I met some people in person, uh, IRL. Oh, uh, I, I, I love that. <laughs> and uh, one of them appealed to me to get back onto Twitter. But she certainly didn't seem, she was not devastated. And she said, oh, it was just fun. But, you you know, I'm glad you made your choice. Good for you. So that's what how about, I look at, that's what the people, I think, who really understand what's going on. What about, bit, you know, you're a small business owner. Did any of your people in business with you go, Mike, you got to listen, you got to get back on. Well, first of all, the people I work with are not cigar-chewing guys <laughs> from Brooklyn. So, no. The widgets. I, we we got to sell the widgets, look, Mike. Mike. No, I have many outlets to to tell about the stuff that I'm doing. And so I think it's bizarre that people go, there are some people on Twitter who are trying to start the conspiracy. Like, what happened? Did he get banned or something? Or I think <laughs> like, you, uh, that, that, that would be like, cool. You got banned. <laughs> I don't know how I would get banned, but... Um, so, no, but the, I have many, many outlets. It's just mysterious to me that then you just wouldn't look at some of the other things because I am constantly, we're constantly doing podcasts, we're doing live shows, we're doing, 
you know, you can come and actually, it's just not that hard to find yeah. out what I'm doing is what I'm saying. So I don't feel like that's a, uh, a hindrance. Yeah. Well, Mike, I miss you. Oh, I miss you, your Dave. glowing presence. <laughs> I miss you, your glowing presence. Your, your great, your greatest Twitter joke was the one about the, like the washroom attendant. Oh, I don't even remember this. this like, is... I can't. Like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I can't pull just it up. hang out there or something. Well, okay. I had to. I think I had a screenshot. I hope I screenshotted it. Oh, your that's Neko, right. your Neko wafers rant was one of my favorite. Ones. Oh yeah, oh, God, just... yeah, that's right. I can't even pull them up. That's why They're... someone, uh, someone I knew, called it a bold power move for me mm. to just pull the plug. Mm. Like, wow, was really aghast that I would do it. I mean, I can't say that I, you know, enjoy. It's a nice Twitter. Can be a nice aggregator in the sense of it helps me find things sometimes that i like find material or whatever sure um, one of my strengths finder strengths mike is 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 collecting all this kind of information and stuff sure. so it does help me i feel like professionally in that sense not in in terms of engaging with people it that has absolutely no value at all to me no and zero my zero. rule number one rule which i don't break is don't argue with people on the internet Yes, I had someone call me out for something, uh, some perceived wrong of mine on Twitter. And I said, I, I simply cannot talk to you. I, I'm no happy to. I, they they then put it over onto my Facebook. But even that was sort of a fruitless endeavor. Like, you know, I really only get into these things with people that I know because I want to assume the goodwill on both sides. Yeah. So let's, IRL, man, that's the only yeah. way to do I mean, you can meet people. I think people can meet, get, develop good relationships on the internet. Yeah, sure, but of it's, course. It's the exception rather than the rule. And I and I think when you're in a position such as yourself, it's the vast. Ex- I mean, you can have people who, you know, like you tell a joke and then they do their. <laughs> it's basically like you tell a joke and then people do their like worst version of that joke or sure. their their poor commentary on that joke was sort of like I think like how things went as opposed to like maybe when you're a small timer you can like sort of back and forth with people who share a similar interest to you or whatever yeah i'm sure there are i'm sure there's a way to sort of close ranks and make some sort of semblance of a community it was not for me that in any sense of the word and so uh yeah and for that for that reason i'm out well god bless you as the sharks say and i've i've facebooked yeah i've i've pulled almost totally like i never go on facebook well, I'm con- on Facebook, I'm constantly hearing about people like, yeah, I had to block my uncle. You know, yeah, that's well, just yeah. like, that's very common. It's like, why are you on this thing that's causing, it, apparently it, causing strife? And that's what to- I don't like is it, it, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, like, think about it. You used to have to like get to know someone to find out if they had some opinion or something that you didn't agree with. And now like we're just constantly being able like, you know. I bring back the gold standard, you know, like that kind of, it's like, why, like, why are you telling this? Like, I didn't want to know this. So there's just this, this, the, um, notion, like I like having a, a private self, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and a public self. And, and so, uh, like, and people having to get to know me in order to know things about me. And so the social media, it, it, it's, it's a, like a twisting of, uh, I think how human beings are supposed to function in a yep, relationship. Yep. And I, it's, I don't like that. It's worse almost than bumper sticker kind of. You put your opinion out there and then then apparently you're on some team or whatever. And, you know, but I don't know. Anyway. Why do people have like 18 bumper stickers? Like the people <laughs> with like the 18 bumper stickers. 
I always look a little. Um, uh, I give them an extra wide pass if I. <laughs> there's something yes. a, little, a little crazy about that. Conspiracy theories, in my opinion, are only to be told when I'm in the barber chair and you're the barber and I can't go anywhere. And then suddenly, <laughs> I, which which has happened to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when they stop clipping your hair and then stand in front of you and continue <laughs> sort of pointing vaguely with their scissors you know the gold standard was the... i mean why is the flag waving it's the moon you know you turn the flag upside down it's actually your own country you don't have to follow the laws of america just cut my hair just cut my hair <laughs> all right mike well thank you for sharing that with uh yes I, I hope that audience. makes i hope that makes sense and i hope i no longer hit my microphone in this new configuration i believe there were four <laughs> if you count them count the thunks microphone is uh this was instructive and fun to get back together oh the band's back together that's right uh next week do we do we have a topic do we know or should we leave it a surprise because we can always change it what do you got for us what's coming up i'm not telling i thought you said you were going to tease it no i that's a tease no you have to give a little bit can you give what color is it i'll go (laughs) Just stop. All right. Just stop the show. We're going to stop the show, but we'll be back with another big, important topic on Like Trees Walking. We'll see you soon. I'm Mike Nelson. I'm David Bird. Mm-hmm.